my goal as physician is to empower people to walk out of my office and feel like they can be an advocate for their own health care, for their family's health, and for their community's health as well. We heal in health and we die through dieting. You feel? Yeah, me too. Let's start the vulnerable and raw conversations needed to inspire. Let's get the experts talking to educate and motivate. Let's come together as a community to discuss what it means to be optimally human and aligned spirit. I'm your host, intuitive gut health coach, Chelsea Haynes, and this is Let's Start Health. Dr. Carly Golightly, it is my honor to have you here today on the Let's Start Health podcast, where we will talk all the things vulnerable and inspiring all at the same time. And I'd love to start by just handing the microphone right on over to you, and I'd love for you to please introduce yourself to our listeners and what it is that you do. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Chelsea. So like Chelsea said, I am Dr. Carly Golightly. I practice in San Diego, California, in a community called Rancho Bernardo, and I am a naturopathic doctor, which for those of you who aren't familiar with naturopathic medicine, in a nutshell, we're doctors who are trained to find and treat the root cause of disease with natural and medical therapies. Um, so this is a part of medicine that people are really waking up to right now. It's a really amazing field to be in, and I just feel so grateful to be in it because I think that this is something that people have been looking for for a long time, even though may, may not have known that it exists. And so in my practice, I see everything from chronic allergies to, um, you know, I have preg people who are uh, doing pregnancy support programs. I see gut health. I see hormone imbalances, PCOS, menopause, all these types of things. But the key, the, the thing that underlies all of these is that they all have some kind of root cause. And if we can find that and get down to the bottom of it, we can give people so much empowerment and freedom just by understanding what's happening. And in the, in the visits that I have with people, we spend like 50% of the time with education. You know, like I'm just teaching them about their bodies and how their hormones work and what their physiology does. And um, my goal as physician is to empower people to walk out of my office and feel like they can be an advocate for their own healthcare for their family's health and for their community's health as well. Amazing. I absolutely love this. And I would definitely agree that the shift towards that combination of, I'll say Eastern and Western in my mind, that's kind of how it meets in my brain a little bit. Medicine is, is really, I think, coming to a forefront of changing how we approach the human body. It's it's quite interesting to me to reflect on a standard, you know, the standard Western medical structure, which of course I deeply believe in. And I also believe in looking at the person as a whole, right? So it's very interesting to me how we have like a foot doctor and a heart doctor and a GI doctor and an eye doctor, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, I think there's value in specializing in one area, but I think it's also really important to have that collective 
wholesome perspective as well. So I'd love to ask you, Carly, how did you decide to walk this path? Do you have a personal story that you'd like to share with us? Oh yeah, absolutely. So most people who get into naturopathic medicine, they have a story. Either they had their own personal health struggle or a family member went through something. It's usually, it's usually a very personal experience because not many people even know that naturopathic medicine exists. So my experience when I was in, I want to say middle school. So I was around, it was right between the transition between middle school and high school. I started getting these attacks of stomach pain that were so severe that I would literally be like curled up in a ball in my room for like an hour. Just like I couldn't do anything, couldn't socialize, couldn't be around people, couldn't do anything. I just like lay in my bed and just wait for it to be over. Horrible, right? Yeah. Added to that, I also was struggling with some really severe anxiety and depression. Um, and this obviously now looking back on it, I'm thinking probably had something to do with some of the transition from being a child to womanhood, all of the hormones that were raging, plus just uncertainty about what life in general meant and feeling out of place and confused. And then on top of that, I had all these like pains in my GI and everything. And like, you know, I definitely had IBS going on. Like now that I'm a doctor, I know that I had IBS because it was just like, I couldn't be far away from the bathroom and it was all over the place. And, um, but what a crazy thing for a 14 year old kid to be dealing with. Right. And part of me was just so embarrassed about all of it that I didn't want to ask for help and didn't know how to ask for help. And so I just kind of dealt with it for a long, long time, several years actually, before I finally asked my parents, like, hey, I need to go to the doctor because my stomach hurts, I'm anxious, I'm depressed, I feel like crap. And honestly, I let it devolve so much that I actually like, as a teenager, I struggled with things like drugs and alcohol, all those things to like self-medicate because I just felt so horrible all the time. And so by the time I finally got to ask for help, here I was this kid who had like, been smoking lots of weed, been drinking a whole bunch, and had already had these issues with anxiety and depression and everything. So all of that was compounded. And I finally go to the doctor and I get five minutes with them. And they're like, here's this questionnaire, fill this out. They leave the room, come back. Oh, you have bipolar disease. Oh, you have anxiety disorder. Oh, you're majorly depressed. Oh, you have IBS. Every single time. Like those are all things that I was diagnosed with. And they would just give me a pill and send me on my way. And I remember even as a 15, 16 year old kid thinking, wait a second, this can't be it. Like this isn't all of modern medicine and research and all of everything that we've done. This can't be it, but that's not, that can't be all that there is to offer. And I started right then and there just kind of questioning it. The other thing about that too was that I just refused to accept that that's all my life was going to be. I did not want to live that way for the rest of my life. So I took it upon myself to start looking for answers. The, the thing that really boosted me into this world is I, I worked for a smoothie bar when I was in high school. And it was called Smoothie King. Awesome. Shout out. I love it. Yeah, I know Smoothie King. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked there literally all the entire time through high school. So um, all four years of high school. And I loved it there. 
I loved it. I love being around health. I love being around the people. I just love the vitality and the energy that I got from it. I mean, I went there because I was like, sweet, I need some money. But you know, what I got out of it was just so much more. And I remember we had this nutrition Bible that sat on our front counter. And whenever there was a break, like there weren't any, any customers in the store, I would walk up to that nutrition Bible and just start reading. And that's where I first started to learn about the different vitamins and minerals and herbs that were available and the power of them and what they could do. And it was just like, oh my gosh, there's a whole world of information out there that I didn't even know about. I had no idea. And you know, that, that was, those were the first seeds that were planted towards naturopathic medicine. Now it still took me a long time for, to get there. Um, you know, for, you know, cultural reasons and things like that, I had a lot of people telling me that I needed to go the conventional medical route. And mm -hmm. so I, I did that for a little while. I, I took the MCATs, I applied to a university, I was all set to go there. Um, and I just kind of had this last minute change of heart, where I realized mm -hmm. that I would be going against everything that was inside of me and what I believed in if I went that route. Yes, naturopathic medicine would be harder. Yes, I would be fighting an uphill battle. Yes, I would be dealing with people not accepting what I do. But in my, in my soul, I knew that that was the right decision for me. And I knew that that's how I was going to help people. I love this. Carly, you just hit on so many amazing points that I just kind of want to circle back around to for a moment. And first and foremost, the, the thought that comes through my mind is this... <sighs> this deep knowing and deep questioning in your heart, right? And, and I can very much relate to this. And this is why my journey to healing has also been a holistic route. Uh, for me, just to relate to what you were saying, same thing, that age 15, 16 is when psoriasis patches started showing up on my body. And similar story, I'd go to the doctor and they'd say, well, here's a steroid cream, see you later. Mm -hmm. And it just got to a point where it was like the same question, like, is this can't be it. <laughs> I knew that there was something in my body that was causing this to happen, that I couldn't just put a bandaid on this. So, you know, this, you mentioned this, you know, the emotional component, especially as a teenager. And I think about this, how often by the time as a health coach, I end up working with someone or by the time they find you, for example, at, at a naturopathic doctor, there's this emotional component where we feel lost, we feel confused, we feel frustrated. And I think adding to this layer of unknown of what, you know, I've, I'm doing all the things in life that society's telling me to do. Why am I still suffering? Mm. Right? So I think it is so important just to shed a little bit of light on that, you know, the, the uncertainty, the, the depression, the anxiety. And of course, when we zoom out and look at it, it's probably all related, right? But how do you think that that societal pressure, those early years may have affected your ability to find treatment sooner? Or what did that even look like? Did you continue down that medical path? And when did things start to change for you in your personal health journey? Mm. So there's a lot of different layers in there. So um, just starting from like when I was, you know, in that 15, 16 year range, I think that it was just so ingrained in me as it is in most people that this is just what you do. You, you go to the doctor, you do what the doctor says, you don't ask questions. And maybe chalk it up to the fact that I have a little bit of a rebellious attitude just as it is. Um, 
but you know, after a while I was kind of like, mm, this doesn't seem right. Um, and now I'm really grateful for that, you know, because having that little bit of, of a rebellious attitude and honestly, I encourage people to have a little bit of a rebellious attitude and to question everything because you deserve to know you're the only person who is truly in control of everything that happens in your life. You can control what you say, what you do, what you think. And I think it's so important for every single person to ask questions of their doctor. Um, so starting there, you know, just right off yes. the bat from that, from that age, like the cultural pressure to just kind of do, we, we call yeah. it into the, the white coat thing, you know, where it's like, you see someone in a white coat, you automatically give them respect. You automatically give them authority. But I mean, truly you have as much authority as they do because this is your body and it's your life most importantly. But as far as my decision to go into naturopathic medicine, oh boy, that one was, it took some time. It really truly did because I had a lot of different voices in my ear. Um, a lot of it was, you know, we have expectations from our families that they want us, and I think it comes from a good place. I really do. They just want us to be successful. They want us, they want to see us flourish. They want to see us live good lives and make plenty of money to support ourselves and be happy. And so I really do think that that voice from my family came from an honest place. However, it was really, it really put me in a box for a while. And it gave me a lot of fear, honestly, because it was like, if I go take this risk and do this thing, I could fail. But you know what? That's a reality of anything. Yeah. There is nothing. Absolutely. There's absolutely nothing certain. Um, and this is just kind of an interesting story. I think you'll, you'll find this really interesting. So when I had finally made the commitment, I was actually out in, in Arizona interviewing at my naturopathic medical school, met a friend for a beer at a bar afterwards, and she and I are talking about everything. And this guy comes up and this guy is clearly three sheets to the wind. So, you know, there's that. But he starts talking to us, oh yeah, what are you doing here, blah, blah, blah. And so I start saying like, oh, I just, I just finished my interview day at the naturopathic medical campus down the road. It's amazing, blah, blah, blah. And he looks me dead in the eyes and goes, that's a little crap, you're not a real doctor. Holy no crap. No idea who this person is. Have never met him before in my life. And he's sitting there right next to me telling me that what I'm doing is basically worthless. Um, and those are the kinds of voices that yeah. you hear when you decide to walk your own path. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. I'm sure you've been through a similar yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, it, it really, and I think part of my intention with this podcast and of course, sharing your story and sharing my personal story of so many times we've had to be what I say, the relentless pursuit of trusting our intuition, right? And there's so many times, I mean, you even chatted on it earlier, how that last little, that, that whisper in your ear, that last minute change of heart, right? After you did the MCATs and went through all of these things and you said, you know what? There's something in me, the whisper in my heart that I have to listen to. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I always say, especially if, if you're listening to this and you're on a journey to figuring out what that means to follow your intuition and to follow your heart and to trust your gut, there will always be challenges, right? Just like what you said, Carly, there will always be that unknown. And just to kind of interject there before we circle back around to that guy, 
we are living in a time of unknown. At the time this is recording on what is today, April 24th, we are very much still in the pandemic known as coronavirus COVID-19 in the year 2020. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we've had to shift perspectives over the last few weeks. And we've realized, you know, there was this underlying or umbrella, not underlying, this very big umbrella, this feeling of, wow, what's going to happen? And from my perspective, and something I'd love to offer here is that we are always living in in the unknown, just like what you said, Carly. And there's certain paths that we can take that we perceive create some kind of control or, you know, if I go down this path and if I hit X, Y, and Z, then this result will happen. Mm -hmm. But if you're listening to this and you've ever experienced loss or trauma or some type of unexpected change in your life, you will relate to understanding that you can't really plan anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can hope and expect and dream, but on a collective level right now, that rug has been pulled out from underneath us, right? And it was a very quick drop to our knees on a global scale of everyone having that download and having that realization of, holy crap, I don't really have control of my life. Mm -hmm. So it begs the question of what do I have control over, right? And what are the things in my life that I can shift? And I will also add real quick that when we start to follow our heart, when we start to go down the path of our intuition, there will be challenges, right? And I will venture to say that that guy in the bar was just one little like universe message saying, are you sure, honey? Are you sure? And it's not meant to be a test, but more so like, let's get clarity. Let's get clarity on, because I see you going down different paths. So if if you're on that path right now and feeling like universe, God, angels, that which is greater is maybe putting some roadblocks in your way, It's not meant to be a challenge, but it's more so meant to be an opportunity for clarity, Mm. right? An opportunity for clarity. And that's, you know, what is it that I really want? So that's a, I mean, that's a question that's hard, hard to answer for many of us, but Mm -hmm. that was a little bit of an interjection there because you, you hit on so many good things that I really think it's important for anyone, especially on a journey to healing, on a journey to health, on a journey to, you know, overcoming something in their lives that it's not always easy and there will be roadblocks and there are times where we'll be knocked to our knees and Mm -hmm. really maybe violently reminded that we are (laughs) not in control of our lives. (laughs) Uh So let me ask you a little bit now. So here you are, you've gone through school, you're on the other side of it. What was that like feeling of accomplishment like for you? I think it's really important for anyone who's listening to this, who's trying to embark on a life change that might be atypical from the quote unquote norm that our society has imprinted on us. Share with us, please, that feeling of accomplishment. Because I think that bigger goal and leaning into those feelings is really important. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. It took a long time to feel it. After I graduated, um, you know, four years of medical school, all those clinic hours, all those hours studying for boards. Um, and, you know, after I graduated and took boards, I then went on basically two months of vacation and then moved to a different state. And so it's just like, boom, 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 all these things happening at once. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I got my medical license in the mail 
and had filed to start my own business that it really hit me like I'm doing the thing. This is, this is real. This is happening. Everything that I've worked so hard for, I'm now actually able to give to the world. Yes. And I remember, I'll never forget the, the day I saw my first patient. I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like, it's me now. I'm a doctor. I did it. Like, it's so yeah. crazy, you know, and it still takes time still to really embody that new persona, right? It's not like anything in me has really changed. Like, I'm not a new person, but the world looks at me differently. They perceive me differently because of the fact that I have the title DR in front of my name. Like, no, I'm still Carly. And honestly, still sometimes I forget to call myself a doctor because I'm just, I'm Carly to me. Um, So it is definitely, it takes time to really feel the weight of the accomplishment and what it is and what you know. Um, But I will say this too, is when you've gone through anything like that, any sort of program of learning or, um, you know, even if it's just like an online course, you have just amped up your knowledge in such an amazing way and done yourself such a service and done the people around you such a service because anytime you expand yourself you grow yourself you grow the people around you too so i believe that every single person should constantly be learning um whether it's in a formal academic environment or not just keep constantly learning and knowing that by doing that you are bringing the vibration of your whole community up with you I couldn't agree anymore. And, you know, I think that investment in money and time and energy and what I like to call peeling back the layers of society, right? And really coming back to what is it that I want? Why ha- why has my soul been reincarnated here on the, this earth in this time? What is my dharma? What is my life purpose? Right. And it's a really a process of remembering for me, right? So it's like, it, it's less of like having to figure it out and more so of just letting myself settle in and remember. And, and just as you had wrote, as you said, like, I'm doing it. I literally wrote that same exact thing, that download, like I'm doing it, right? <laughs> I wrote it down <laughs> as an This is real. And I think on that journey of self-development and you know, on any path that we embark on, I think you're exactly right. And sometimes we get so caught up in the doing, mm-hmm. right? Rather than just the being, right? Mm-hmm. Who am I being right now? Well, maybe I'm, I am a little bit caught up in the doing and, you know, the checking things off my to-do list. And I'm not quite so much letting myself, like, I call it letting the dust settle, mm-hmm. right? Of course, I grew up on the ocean and that's like, the water is my life. I picture it like after a storm just came through, now the water is calm and all that silt is just like falling back to the earth, Mm. right? It's kind of like that feeling of Shavasana after yoga. It's like, Mm -hmm. so really giving yourself the opportunity, you know, on the relentless pursuit, really making sure to carve out time and space to let the dust settle and then celebrate the small wins. So I am celebrating you today, Dr. Carly, of course, (laughs) and all that you've accomplished. So let's take a step forward here. Mm -hmm. What do you specialize in? How do you help people specifically? What is your passion when it comes to being a naturopathic doctor? Yeah. So I really love, I have, I have a special place in my heart for like the fitness world. That's kind of where I come from. And so I love working with people um, on, on weight loss goals, essentially, because I understand how pervasive that can be in people's lives and, 
and not only that, like we see obesity, metabolic syndrome, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, all this stuff. These are the major killers of people and weight loss is preventative for all of those things. And it is just a, a thing that a lot of people feel so disempowered about it. Um, so specifically, you know, especially women in the menopausal or perimenopausal age category, like there's just a lot of disempowerment happening there. There's a lot of the message saying like, oh, well, once you go through this, your hormones change. And then that's just kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. That's not true. It's changed. Yes, that's true. But that doesn't mean that you can't do anything about it. We just have that you have to write yourself off. Exactly. <laughs> like you're done. Exactly. And the writing the self off thing, that is something that with, with women in that age category that I am just so passionate about because women in that age category, they are powerful. Yeah. They have been through so Hell much. Yeah. Life. They've raised children. They've had careers. They understand. They have this wisdom that you know women who are younger don't have. And oh, I got goosebumps. I know, again. right? I, it's, just, <laughs> it's just such a. I, I just hate to see those those women feel disempowered because it's like, no, this is the time in your life where you can now go out and elicit real change in the world, right? Fuck your yes. Kids are great. <laughs> You're successful. You've got money. You've got something to say. And I just want every single woman there to know that and then to also feel like they can be in control. And if that starts with getting your weight under control, so be it. Let's start there. Yes. Amen. 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 Oh, this is just so good on so many levels. I mean, I think of all of the women, I mean, I would, I would even say pre-menopausal even, you know, it's like if you've had a few kids and you've reached a point in your life where your body is changing, it's like... Mm -hmm. I mean, well, and I say when you've had kids, whether you've had kids or not, if you're, if you're of childbearing age or beyond, you know, it's, it's just like what you said. It's kind of like when you become a mother, now we have to redefine who we are as women and how we relate to ourselves in the world. We have a new identity that doesn't change. Right. And it's almost like every decade, God willing, we have the opportunity to live multiple decades. Right. And feel grateful for every single one that we have. I almost feel like, especially as women, things shift, right? And every time we hit that nut, like a new number in front of that zero, something has shifted and changed. So having that support network is so crucial, so crucial. And I love that you've honed in on this specialty. So let me ask you, where would somebody start with you? So if they walked into your office, of course, you're local in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Let me ask, do you also work with clients online right now? I do, yes. Amazing. So for anybody listening to this, anyone in the country can contact you and you can do the necessary tests and means to work together online, which of course right now is also really important since we are all quarantined. (laughs) That's amazing to know, but also locally. And I know you're trying to build an amazing community there locally in San Diego. So if someone says, man, I just, I just am not feeling quite right. What might be some of the signs and, and symptoms that could mean that it would be beneficial for somebody to reach out to you. Mm. Okay. Well, we already talked about the weight gain piece. So your weight is changing basically. And it's, it's gotten to a place where you feel like you can't manage it and the things that you're doing just aren't working. Right. So it's not responding to diet and exercise. Um, Any issues with sleep can be Mm. an indicator of underlying hormonal issues that are happening. Um, You know, the fatigue, the brain fog, the moodiness, all those types of things are also a big deal. Um, if you've had a diagnosis of something, you've been formally diagnosed um, and you've been given, you know, let's say you've been diagnosed with high cholesterol and you've just been told that you need to be put on a statin. Um, 
that's a great time to come see a naturopathic doctor or myself because you know uh, we work at that root cause level where we might be able to get you off that. You know, it, it, things are possible. Um, so as far as other as other symptoms that people could look for, you know, honestly, I see a ton of chronic stress, and especially in that that menopausal, perimenopausal, or even motherhood phase yeah. of life, chronic stress is a big, big, big deal. Um, whether or not we know that we have it, and this is a note that I like to make with all of my patients, we are adapting machines. Yes. So we adapt to these high levels of stress like it's nothing. And we mm -hmm. just think, oh, it's normal. I don't feel stressed. Well, then I really start breaking it down for people. Um, it's like, oh yeah, my allergies have gotten worse in the last couple of years. Oh yeah, I am having trouble sleeping at night. Oh yeah, I do need five cups of coffee to get going during the day. It's, you know, it's, we adapt to it and we think that it's normal. And this is an important point. What's normal for you doesn't mean that it's actually physiologically right. So just because you think it's normal doesn't mean that it's correct for your body. Yeah. I think part of that too is, is how, it, like, and I'll, I'll attest this to not in any way to <clears throat> shame or make anyone feel guilty if this is the condition that you are feeling or the experience that you're having right now, but because we are so adaptable, right? We are resilient human beings, especially as women, I feel. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> we have the power to go through a hell of a lot in our lives and to push forward, right? And because of that, we start to write off symptoms as normal. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I'm just tired. Oh, well, yeah, that, you know, the afternoon slump that I get, well, that's just because of all the things. And yeah, of course, there are environmental circumstances that lead to feeling tired, but there are ways to overcome that, right? Mm -hmm. So looking at, well, what is the root cause? If the root cause is something environmental, is it possible to eradicate that? If it is something, you know, in your calendar or some type of, for example, limiting belief or habit where you don't even realize you're giving too much, or is it a hormonal imbalance? And what is causing that hormonal imbalance, right? There's so many different pieces and layers to this. Mm -hmm. So if someone were to say, yes, Dr. Carly, I'm experiencing these things, what would be the first step or what tests would you recommend running? Yeah, so there are, there are two tests that I use that are pretty much my, my flagship tests that I think that will cover the majority of people. Um, these are the two that I primarily run on every patient. So number one is called the Dutch test. Um, mm. And this is a comprehensive uh, hormone and metabolite test. And it also looks at neurotransmitter metabolites as well. Um, and then as in addition, you can add on a cortisol, 24-hour cortisol. So mm. cortisol is the stress hormone, right? And I, I've yeah. talked ad nauseum about how pervasive stress is now. So that's why this test is so important. Also for anyone who's having any sort of what we suspect to be hormonal imbalances, we get to look at everything with this test. And what I love about it is it's not a blood test, it's a urine test. So oh, okay. get home and do it from the comfort of their home. No blood draws, no nothing. And it gives me so much information. So it not only looks at you know the regular hormones like your estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, all that stuff, but it literally shows me how your body is metabolizing those hormones through the different pathways. So wow. do you have a block here? Is one of these pathways sped up a little bit? 
is you know what what's happening actually from a physiological level inside of your body and what's amazing is that when as a naturopathic doctor i understand the different vitamins the different herbs the different nutrients that you can take that will either speed up or slow down those pathways or you know support the organs like the liver is an organ that metabolizes everything that goes through our body <laughs> right literally everything all the things so all, all the things so if that's backed up and you've got issues there that's going to be a problem right and um so supporting the liver with some natural therapies as well does a world of wonders for people with hormonal issues um, and then I also talked about the cortisol piece too. Yeah. One of the things that I see a lot of is a flat cortisol curve. So, yeah. you know, we say it's a cortisol curve, right? That means it's supposed to be a curve. It's supposed to be really high in the morning and then decrease slowly and be lowest at night. So um, one of the things that chronic stress does initially is it brings your cortisol up. So you'll be at a high level all day. And that's when people feel that like really wired, anxious thing going on. But if it goes on long enough, then your levels drop all the way down. And this is where you get that flat line, just lethargic. I need all the coffee in the world just to keep going type thing happening. And so as a doctor, that's really helpful for me to see because I can actually quantify mm -hmm. where in this stress response you are. And it tells me how I need to target my treatment, right? Amazing. Yeah. And then so the second test that I use is another, oh gosh, I love this one. I'm so glad I discovered it. Is called GI Maps. It's a stool mm -hmm. test, which some people get a little weirded out by at first. But um, you know, if your doctor ever recommends you do a stool test, do it because mm -hmm. we learn in, in naturopathic medical school. You can learn so much by talking to people about their poop. Like you oh, yeah. really, really can. So the primary reason that I do the GI Maps test is because it gives me an in-depth analysis of your microbiome right? What are the good bugs? What are the bad bugs? Do you have an imbalance of them? Do you have any bugs in there that absolutely should not be there at all? And mm -hmm. we need to treat, are there parasites? Are there protozoa? Do you have H. pylori? And mm -hmm. then it also tells me how much inflammation is in your gut, um, gives me a look at the, the health of your immune system in your gut, and tells me how well your digestive enzymes are working, which is just yeah. so important. All that information wrapped into one. Um, so, so you know, as it's just so good, right? Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I geek out on the science of gut health. <laughs> it is everything. I mean, truly, I mean, and what I love about these two tests, like you said, is that you can do them both from home mm -hmm. and then send them in. So this is where it's like, you don't have to have your blood drawn. It's, it's yeah. you know, the conversation of poo and pee, what we can learn <laughs> so much about what comes out of our body. We need to just get over any kind of weirdness around it. And actually I did one recently called Viome, V-I-O-M-E. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of that one. Very, very, it, which was great, it was really good. They have an app that you can connect to and it was so easy. It was so easy. And this is just a plug. I don't get anything back from this, obviously. But, you know, the point in saying this is that to collect these samples, it's they have it set up for you where it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's clean and it's it's not a disgusting process. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and then everything flushes out down after. It's like a little a little net that you put in the toilet. <laughs> and you don't send the whole thing. You just scoop a little bit, like yeah. a little bit a long way. <laughs> So I love this. And actually, I'm so glad that you brought up those cortisol levels because um, one of my good friends had a very, very severe health crisis a couple years ago, actually. Ashley Hopp, she is on the podcast, I think back season one, episode four, I believe. And she tells her story of 
I mean, her body broke out in hives from head to toe. She was basically bedridden for a couple months. She had to quit her job. She was working nights as a night nurse and she had, she was flatlined low. I mean, she was producing no cortisol whatsoever. Her adrenals were totally shot. So, I mean, it's amazing to see over time how the body will eventually respond to some of these very real symptoms. So may I ask you, I think it's important for anyone listening to this too, you know, what kind of financial burden should somebody expect? Do you take insurance? How much do these tests cost? So if someone's listening to this, they think, oh my gosh, is this realistic for me? Let's just talk about the numbers and get it all out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one thing that people should know is that naturopathic medicine is not covered by insurance. So you do have to think of it as an investment in your health, right? Which as we've been talking about, what better thing is there for you to invest in? If that's the thing that allows you to go out and live your passion and purpose in life and your health is something that's holding you back, why not invest in that? Exactly. So, I mean, you have to, if you don't have your health, you literally can't show up for anyone or anything else in your life. I mean, exactly. if you've been sick, you know what it's like. You can't even get out of bed. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yes, that's, that's a real conversation that I do have to have with patients. Um, so as far as working with me goes, I actually work in a program method. So I enroll people in either a three month or a six month program. I find that three months is the bare minimum that we need to really elicit a change. Um, but honestly, I I really do encourage people to just go ahead and do the six month because most people end up renewing the three month anyways, because they love it so much and they're learning (laughs) so much and just kind of like, you know, we might as well just continue this journey. Exactly. So, um, what happens when you work in, in a program with a naturopathic doctor like myself is we have a set number of office visits. Uh, the functional lab tests like the Dutch or the GI maps that I mentioned are included in that. And then awesome. you get actually a really good uh, discount off the supplements as well. So 20% Amazing. off any of the supplements I recommend, which is, which is really great because these are all practitioner grade, super high quality, third-party tested supplements that yes. you won't be able to buy on Amazon. They actually work is what I'm getting at. <laughs> we know what's inside that capsule and we know that they work. So um, I Amazing. so I have two options for my patients. They can either pay in full at the beginning of the program or they can do a monthly monthly payment. Amazing. Yeah. So and I love how you have it packaged together too because you know I've I have gone to naturopathic doctors where it's all individually pay. Yeah. It's all one off. Every time you walk into the office, you're paying another couple hundred dollars just to see the doctor and then supplements are additional. And then the tests are additional before you know it, it's two to $300 here, plus another 300 for the test plus 300 for the supplements. You just dropped a thousand bucks and you don't even really know where to go from there. Right. Which is something that I kept. I honestly, I felt weird about it. I had a lot of people who were willing to keep doing that just because they thought that like, Oh, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. But I felt weird about it because I was just like, these people have to be wondering how long this is going to go on for. Because in yeah. my head, I have a plan, I have a model, and I know where I'm leading them, but they yes. don't know that. And it's got to feel like a lot, like you said, every single time to be dropping a couple hundred dollars for an appointment and then some supplements. Yeah. So um, I talked with a business coach and a couple of my, my patients that I, I know and trust really well. And they were like, yeah, you know, the financial piece, that is kind of an obstacle. And I I do feel like if people were able to just see upfront, this is what it costs. This is what I'm investing in. And to know exactly what sort of timeline we're working on, that would just remove so many of the barriers that keep people from signing up. And honestly, yeah. And and I'm sure you've, you've encountered this too in your programs. It's like when someone signs up to work with you for three months or six months, 
you're committed to them and they are committed to you. Exactly. It creates that safe container and it is, and it creates that trust and it creates that, okay, there's, there's at least an end point to this initial starting point, right? Because I do feel that process. I mean, it's sort of the same thing with any doctor when you go to, you know, if there isn't some kind of container for healing to say, okay, you know, at the end of the next six months, we're going to reassess and, and look at where we're at, look at where we came from. We can measure the progression and then we can look at the next six months, mm-hmm. right? I think it is so genius to have that because I, like you said, then it gives me the ability as a self-pay patient to plan and to know what I'm getting myself into. Exactly. And then, you know, we've talked a little bit about control and control yes. being a really valuable piece of the healing process. There are a lot of factors that we feel like we don't have control of. And especially when you're working in a field like mine in naturopathic medicine, where most people have exhausted all the other, other avenues, they feel disempowered and they feel out of control. Giving them that one little piece of control, knowing we're going to work together for six months. It's going to cost this much. And here's the test that we're going to run. And this is what's going to happen. That's huge. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, we talked about, like you said, from the beginning, how that feeling of lack of control has really, especially during this time where it's been, that feeling has been pulled out from underneath us where, wow, we're realizing we really are not in any control Mm -hmm. to have some kind of container and plan. I think you are shifting the paradigm and the unknown truly in working with naturopathic doctors and how people can approach that. I mean, maybe someday there will be financial help, but you know, I, I almost feel like then you end up working for the insurance company. So I kind of, I just love the idea of a container. So Uh, Let's take one more step forward and then we'll wrap it up for the day. I know you just released a free guide and a free resource for all of our listeners here today on how to beat stress and anxiety, the holistic route. Can you tell us like a quick rundown of what that looks like or what it is, what people will get from it and where they can find it? Yeah, absolutely. So one of my philosophies in medicine is to look at people in four different dimensions, right? Like you're not just this walking bag of biochemistry and you have a life and you have relationships and you go places and you do things and you feel feelings and you think thoughts. So as a doctor, I have to consider all of those things in my treatment. So in this guide, the, so this is beating stress and anxiety holistically. I go through these four different dimensions and then give you pointers on how you can, actionable steps that you can take to start making these changes in your life like today. So um, just for, for educational purposes, so the four dimensions are the inner dimension, so spirituality and purpose in life, your interpersonal dimension, so the health of your relationships, mm-hmm. behavioral dimension, so this is what you, what you do, basically. This is where the diet, the exercise, the supplements, the medications, your sleep, all that type of stuff comes into play. And then the last one is the external dimension. So that's the environment, right? Like that's where your, your body, where your body happens to be at a certain yes. place inside. So <laughs> your home environment, your work environment, how much are you getting outdoors, all that type of stuff. So again, the, the guide really just walks you through those four different dimensions and then changes that you can start making to decrease stress and anxiety in your life. Yes, I absolutely love that. I love the different dimensions and the interpersonal, the way that you've really put it all together. So where can I get my hands on this? Yeah, so the best way to do that is to follow me on Instagram. I'm holisticfitdoc. And then the link in my bio, you can just go ahead and drop your email there and it'll come right to your inbox. 
amazing. And of course, we will link your Instagram to the show notes. Dr. Carly Golightly, and, I, and we chatted about this before. I just love that your last name is Golightly because honestly, <laughs> I think... I think we just walk through life very heavily mm. all the time, right? We carry a lot of baggage mm. on so many levels. So, you know, it's it was your soul's purpose to come here and to help people go lightly and move lightly through life so much so that you were even birthed with that name. It's just, mm. it, it, this. these for me are the, the breadcrumbs that we have to follow, right? There's nothing happens by accident. This little synchronicities are amazing. So I love that. You know, no one has ever put it that way before, but I am so... <laughs> Oh, and I'm so aligned with that. Yay. That makes me so happy. Cause that was, you know, the first thing when I saw, it, I thought, oh my gosh, go lightly through life. Of course, <laughs> like this, hello, this is her, this is her life path. This is why she's here. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> thank you so much for your time, for your expertise. You really gave us a lot to chew on today and thank you for your vulnerability. And of course, the intention of these episodes is to remind anybody who's listening, if you are on a journey to healing, Again, be relentless in your pursuit of it. Seek help. You know, your health is an investment and you've got a couple great resources here. Dr. Carly Golightly has mentioned she can see you in person in San Diego or online. You can connect with her on Instagram. And of course, you can always find me and message me, uh, the Chelsea Haynes, chelseahainescoaching.com. If you need help and asking questions, I can direct you in the right place. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Carly. And I can't wait to see. I, I feel like there, this is just the beginning of a relationship between you and I. <laughs> oh, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Chelsea. I wanted to take a quick moment to give you, my community of listeners, some genuine appreciation. I know how valuable and precious our time is in today's world of productivity, and I couldn't be more grateful for yours today. If you feel that this episode was of value to you, I would be even more grateful if you were to share it with your people. Go ahead and copy and paste that link into messages. Smartphones make it super easy these days. Or if you're feeling really creative, pop a screenshot of the episode into your Instagram stories and send it on over to that person in your life who might need this boost of inspiration today. Don't forget to tag the podcast handle Let's Start Health and of course my account, your host, The Chelsea Haynes, so we can have all the fun connecting, building community, and sharing all the things. Thank you again and remember, be curious and relentless on this journey to health.